Have you been questioning your reality and feel like there's more to life than meets the eye? Or maybe you're on a spiritual journey and have so many questions? Well, we've got you covered. Join us weekly for casual conversations on how to trust your intuition and answer all of your burning questions. Welcome to Behind the Emerald Veil podcast with Allie and Mandy. Welcome back to Behind the Emerald Veil podcast. Um, we actually have a little surprise today and a special guest, but before we get into that, um, I wanted to share, we wanted to share a card that we pulled for the podcast. Um, and what it was is Beloved Radical Acceptance. Um, what deck is this from, Mandy? The Shaman's Dream Oracle. Perfect. Um, and so the message that we got from this was uh, about a new way of... I guess, loving your children type of thing, right? Yeah. Accepting. Accepting, loving, um, that they're, that we're shifting um, a new way of loving, that it's not the same way, maybe the programmed way that we were all kind of programmed growing up, but this new, um, you know, 5D, five-dimensional type of way of loving our children and even ourselves, I would say. So it was a very on-point card for today's, episode that Mandy is going to introduce. Yeah, we so the, because it's on point is we're going to be talking today all about um, our children and parenting at a soul level. And with us today, we have our very good friend and soul sister Latoya from Latoya's da, Latoya Does Readings LLC. She is a boy mom, a wife and a teacher, but she's also an intuitive a guide, healer, um, and does soul family readings and um, does like a bunch of, she just is very connected to the, to the children's souls and helps families understand their children at a soul level so that they can parent them um, that way instead of the programmed way. Latoya, did I get that right? Yes. Thank you for having me, ladies. I'm so excited to be on here with you. I love this podcast. And we well, we're amazing so- conversation to have. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're very, very excited. You're our first guest, so Yay! We, will, uh, we will stumble through it, but it'll yes. still be good. <laughs> yes. Good. So tell us where you are located, like in the world, and um also like how we met. So we uh or we met in Soul Teacher. We did Soul Teacher course together, Mandy, Allison, and I. Um, and I am located in New York, um, Bronx, New York. (laughs) I love it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I've never been there. Me neither. (laughs) Well, I have to go to Canada too. So we got to have to travel. (laughs) You do. Tell us a little bit about your, um, like what your first impressions were with us in, in Soul Teacher. Cause we, we like both of us had the same impression with you, like when we met in practice circle. So we remember you always as being like um, the one that could only just see color at the beginning. And you're like, Oh, everybody was sharing what they saw. And it was very visual. And you're just like, all I saw was blue and it's still very beautiful. (laughs) But the way that you um, 
the way that you transformed yes transformed so quickly through that program and it was even just within weeks it was like um it was amazing to watch and the strength that you receive like the the way that you connect now and your ability and especially like your your niche or your specialty is so powerful and your connection with your guides always impresses us so we and I I found like the confidence too um because I know I struggled a lot with the confidence of like knowing what I was receiving and even having the confidence to be like, Oh, I can do this. Like I just, there was just that confidence wasn't there. So I remember like Latoya, you having this, like all of a sudden something would happen and you just knew that it was there. And I was like, damn, I wish I, I need to channel some Latoya into me <laughs> because I need some more confidence. And I love that. I love that you were just like, you were sure of what it was and it was it was really really amazing watching your progression Mm -hmm. through the course yeah that first um practice circle like really woke me up because I was just like I had no idea what I was getting myself into with signing on the signing up for the program um and I mean Nikki definitely said that we will be all starting at different levels and I was just like okay going in and I go in and I see um, all the women and um, like all various levels. And I'm like, Oh, okay. Yeah. (laughs) I'm not there yet, (laughs) but there's a lot of work that needs to happen. But I remember I went through soul seeker and soul leader with you, Mandy. And I remember like hearing you on um, the like, the practice calls and like, and like, so like, I knew that you were um, more advanced than me, but like, um, you were also one of the like, like fixtures within the practice circle that I was able to really connect because um, I just remember like, when we had to do like the practice, I was able to like see yours was the one that I was able to see a little bit more mm. um, visually in my mind's eye. And I was so nervous to share it um, because I was just like seeing purple and blue and I just wasn't getting much. <laughs> um, and at that point I didn't really see or really um, visually see my spirit guides either. Um, but when it came to you Mandy I was able to see a little bit more and then like you also validated what Mm -hmm. I um, was able to see in my mind's eye and I was just like okay so like (laughs) I'm getting like something and then Allison I just remember um, because I knew that I was a starseed but I wasn't able to um, connect to my spirit guide starseed as like visually but like Allison was and I just remember thinking that was so cool. And I was just like, oh, I want to be able to see my Syrian starseed guide. And um, eventually I'm able to now. Um, yeah. But after that practice circle, I had the longest, <laughs> longest conversation with my spirit guides. And I was just like, listen up, team. If I need to do this and, I'm, and I'm, you're putting me through this, like, and I'm willing to work hard. And I made a pact and I said, I'm going to be the practice circle junkie. I'm going to be hosting practice circles, (laughs) attending every single one of them. 
And then that was going to be my way of like contributing to my own growth right. um, and working towards my um, strengthening my intuition and in my language with my spirit guides. Um, and that was also the night that I was able to actually, that's the night that they came to me in a visual and they came to me as like the Avengers. Like, I'm like, Oh, okay. Yeah. It's the whole team of them. Yeah. <laughs> but yes. I love that practice circle. And it was, it really set the tone for like, Oh, this is it. This is real. Intuition is yeah. very real. We, we could see, we could hear, we could do it. All the Claire's. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's some have to work harder than others and we have to be okay with that. Totally. Totally. Mm-hmm. totally. And it comes, uh, it comes at different times for people yeah. too. Yes. And it depends on how much work you're putting into it. Like I was so mm-hmm. eager to learn, so eager to learn everything I can learn that I like deep dived into it. That's all I did in my spare time. Mm-hmm. And that, um, that that's different than somebody who's just a little bit curious and you know Mm -hmm. do a podcast or a youtube here and there it was like for me all the time and it's like and your gifts are only going to show up when you are at the point that you are able to accept those gifts right Mm -hmm. so if that means healing and clearing right like there it's only going to show up when the universe (laughs) (laughs) and the guides allow that to come in as much as you may want it it's like I feel like until certain things happen it's they're not coming in until that's done so putting in the work yes Yes. putting in the work (laughs) I wasn't able to see um the Akashic records until it was time in the class to see the Akashic records Mm -hmm. everybody else was able to see it Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I was just like, I cannot travel there. I don't see it. I don't understand what you're talking about. The <laughs> librarian, who is the librarian? But now I journey to the Akashic Records and I study in the Akashic Records with um, the little souls. Yeah. And, and that's where I, I, I barely watch TV because my TV that. is in my mind's eye. So it's the Akashic <laughs> Records. Like, it's okay. so fun. Who needs drugs? Exactly. We really trip out on our own. Like, it's totally amazing. That's what we do. That's what we do. I don't need that. <laughs> so, Latoya, so you specialize in like reading for children and parents, which is super mm-hmm. unique and amazing. Um, what made what get got you drawn to this? Like, what got you? What drew you to working with parents and children? Okay, so. Um, I realized that my whole entire life and everything that has like built upon, and I only realized this like recently, um, <laughs> it was totally leading me up to this. Like uh-huh. there's a reason why my soul is here yeah. and at this time and at this purpose um, and to help lead this um this evolution in um, in what these children are bringing here. Um, and I'm so excited for it. But um, throughout the throughout the course, I would keep seeing visuals of like <laughs> um, me like cr- like running around in the woods, like <laughs> very hippie, but like children, all like, crowds of children hundreds of children just following me and I'm leading them and 
in those visuals and like my feeling when I'm with these children is so happy, so pure, and that's their energy, mm -hmm. um, very much so. Um, and I would just be like, what are these visuals? Like, I am a teacher, like, like, yeah. 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 But like, then like the more I would dive a little bit deeper in these visuals and they would show me more of like my path, um, then it just like my whole life is this purpose right um so then I realized more um actually during a practice circle mm -hmm. uh, all the practice circles <laughs> I know. um where we looked at our path and purpose and it like came up and I'm just like yeah it makes sense yeah. and it just came on more even after graduating um where I was exploring because I was just like like the soul reading the clarity readings I love doing it all and I could do it solidly mm -hmm. um but I felt like there was something missing and I was just like I know I'm supposed to be working with kids I'm supposed to be doing this intuitive work with children um how can I get started on it um so then I uh I I read my children Mm. and I did a full-on soul reading for them so my readings back then <laughs> looked different than they do now I bet um, too. yeah yeah mm -hmm. um but through those readings I'm just like fuck Ooh, excuse me ladies, I'm gonna <laughs> oh no do it up. okay do it up. I was like <laughs> I've been making so many mistakes according to my children's souls souls right um and I know now not to harp on those mistakes. Yeah. Okay. Because it is a learning experience. But I cried the whole morning. Aww. I'm just like, I did this. I wanted to redo it. But then my child's soul says, no, it was meant this way. And mm. you're supposed to do it this way. Mm -hmm. um, and you just move forward on from it. So right. after doing that reading, um, I ended up doing a reading for, I ended up doing like a, a like a mock reading for another client. Yeah. And when I was able to get into um, this little soul's energy, yeah. the energy is what really solidified it. It was so loving. I'm getting chills now just thinking about it. so <laughs> loving, so pure. Yeah. Um, and just the, just a pure knowing that he knew his soul knew what yeah. I was there for and wow. opened up so beautifully the energy um, and just really spoke to me just had and they come in they already know me like they like wow. like their souls already know me um, and there's more because my my star seed self is up there doing a lot of work with them yeah. um, in the astral world but like they come forward and they're like, hi, Latoya. Like, let's let, let me talk to you about my mom, about my dad and what we need to do. Like, like, or like, um, I always set up a desk in my little bubble and they just plop up and they sit and we have a conversation just like we're having now. Yeah. And they just share information with me. And then that's the information that I share with the parents. So they're um, tattletaling. 
<laughs> Very much so. <laughs> Saying it plain and straight. And yes. Like, yes. Telling me. <laughs> no. I love it. I love it. That's so funny. <laughs> but you're getting information directly from the children's soul yes. to relay to the parents so that they know what their soul needs in order mm-hmm. for them to play out their purpose in this life. Is that is that right? Absolutely. So I thought I would, I thought when I was going through like the whole trying to figure out my method and my process yeah. um, that I would speak to their spirit team and I'm not speaking to their spirit team. It's oh. straight to their soul. And the reason why, and, it, and they told me this, <laughs> the reason why you need to speak to our souls is because think of the um, spirit team, right? Your spirit guide. Yeah as like you go into parent-teacher conferences, right? So the teacher oh. is giving you the secondhand yes. information. Of, yeah. But your child is the one who knows. Right. Your child yeah, is the yeah. one who's thinking and feeling and learning from their perspective, and that's their soul. That's amazing. So, yes, their spirit guides are beautiful in guiding mm-hmm. them in a great way um, to start off with. Right. And I'm not saying that I don't see their spirit guides because I definitely do see their spirit guides, but their spirit guides really just come in and they hand them off to me. Oh, their soul. Um, yeah. So do you mind, do you mind, do you mind, do you mind, do you mind? <laughs> oh, we will. We definitely will. Do you mind, do you mind. <laughs> but um, that's the reason why I connect to their, um, their souls directly because you're hearing the messages mm-hmm. from their soul. Yeah. And effectively, like these, the intention is that when I'm delivering this, it's going to be delivered directly to the parent's soul. Right. So, so it's that soul to soul connection. Yes. So do you yes. bring in the parent's soul in the reading as well? Or are you sharing so, it verbally after? I'm sharing it verbally after, mm-hmm. um, but their souls do come in. So how their souls come forward into my bubble, my little office also gives me information. Right. Uh-huh. Um, so like sometimes the child will come in before the parent's soul. So that just tells me that the child is the one running the show, uh-huh. you know? <laughs> and then there's times where um, they're a little bit more um, shy and yeah. timid. So they're coming in behind the parent's soul, like hiding in between like their legs. Right. Um, this is again all in my mind's eye. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. and then there's also times where the parent is leading the children, and that's telling me that the mom or dad is um working on their release of attachment and the release of control. Right. Um, and then there's there's um they'll walk in with both parents, and so that tells me they have equal balance with both parents. So like how they walk forward um, tells me a lot. Right. Um, yeah. Interesting. So question about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, did the parents ever feel like they're getting in trouble after? <laughs> Are you the principal? Okay. I'm thinking that I think any parent, like as a parent, mm-hmm. I know there's things I could do better, right? There's times where I'm like, damn it. You know, as a parent, yeah, you always. have parent guilt and you go yeah. to bed and you're like, damn it, I should have done that better. And so... I just wonder, you know, like it would be like, how are parents receiving this? Because let's just say you, I'm assuming you're going to be presenting things like, you know, mm, you know, it looks like you may be doing it this way, but you know, this would be better. I just wonder how parents are receiving that. Like, could they kind of be like, 
Oh, okay. Yes. So, like, parenting you know? in general is very personal mm-hmm. and it's very sensitive. And um, so these readings are really, they're an eye opener. Um, I Now I know that I need to move into creating a meditation for um, the parents beforehand, before they go into the session and after for them able to be able to be opened and Ah. receive the messages and then after integrate the messages. So like, um, I was going to say, it feels feels like there's a healing that you could probably Mm -hmm. do within this too, like to to do the connection or Mm -hmm. integration of some sort. Absolutely. And, and, um, we, I have parents that come and I feel their nervous energy before I get onto the zoom call. (laughs) Um, super nervous. Um, there are tears. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, it's like, again, the, it's eye opening because I feel like they um, parents might come in with a certain expectation and then they get the reading and it's just like opens up your mind of yeah. like, yeah. wow, um, this woman has never been in my home, but she knows this. Yeah. How? Why? Mm-hmm. And then we have um, we do have parents that do come forward where um they don't quite get or understand or they're not ready yet. I'm just going to say that not yeah. ready yet to receive the messages. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So with that, I always do um, afterwards when I, when I sense that mm-hmm. I definitely do uh, a mini healing, a mini um, intention and, and that, that's free of charge. I just do it. Yeah. Um, and it's really for um, the children's soul yeah. Um, yeah. to help them understand their child at a soul level um and I'm also I try my best to be relatable because again I've made many mistakes (laughs) and I see you as a parent I understand you and I am you yeah so um it's no judgment yeah so but I am one I'm an intuitive that what is being said to me from spirit, I, I say it yeah, because yeah. it's being told to me for a reason. Yes. Um, and that reason is either to wake you up, mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. heal you or uh, help you feel seen, whichever way I'm going to say it. It may be hard, mm-hmm. yeah. but eventually, and it might be hard for you to receive it right then and there, but mm-hmm. eventually it's going to seep in and you will be able to receive it. So I don't hold back on messages, even as um, tough as they may be. I've yes. cried throughout lessons, I yeah. mean, throughout sessions. Um, and so it's very, it's, it's, it's emotional, but also um, very healing in, in such a loving, um, in such a loving way, because you're being healed and you're getting these messages from your child's soul. Yeah. And they're well, so understanding of those mistakes. And we don't realize it. We're hard on ourselves because yeah, we're hard on ourselves. Mm-hmm. But yeah. our children's souls understand it. And they yeah. know um, how it, it, it plays out in their soul contract. Of that higher perspective, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, well, and, and then like the triggers. The triggers is an opportunity for healing, right? Yeah. So for us, these things don't get brought up until we are triggered yeah. and we're bothered by it. And then it forces us into healing it. So yeah, um, yeah no, that totally makes sense. I'm like, I'm, I'm a little scared. 
don't be I don't be weird and part of me is very curious and i'm like because i've got a very sensitive one and then i've got another sensitive one but in the spiritual side so yes. i'm like right i'm curious so that's a great question actually is like do you so what first of all what is the oldest one that you like the oldest child that you've read um i don't ask ages oh okay okay i don't ask ages but i believe the oldest is i think the oldest was 13 okay okay so you just get their name i just get their name you just get their name cool and then do you you must see um like i'm curious about children with spiritual gifts um and then i'm also curious about children who quote unquote are on the spectrum Mm-hmm. And whether those children are actually more connected than you know what I mean? Do you, does that make sense? Yeah. Um, so I'll go on. I'll talk about first the um, how I know if a child is fully connected. Okay. Um, for the most part, they usually are. Yeah. Okay. Um, but then you have to decipher whether the um, soul is connected to source. Mm-hmm. And the child in in human form also is no like knows that it's connected to source. Mm. And then there's the soul that's connected to source, but the child, the human self, is catching up ah, to the soul connected to source. Like if they if they shut themselves off, yes. Like, the like if the body. programming is affecting them, yeah. Like if they're that way, yep. Yeah. Okay, so we're talking about children that would be quote unquote on the spectrum. No, that I'm not talking about the, okay, the, okay. the spectrum. I'm going to talk about after. Okay. So, so this is yeah, determining yeah. who, like, whether the soul is connected to source or not, right? Yeah. Um, so one of the biggest uh, ways that I always view and can tell whether the child is um, connected and their human self. Mm-hmm. Um, is also very aware of their connection is um, depending on where I start in the chakras and where mm-hmm. they connect with the parent um, oh. and also how um, mature um, their souls are in communicating things with me mm-hmm. um, so if I start in the crown they're definitely connected the soul is still connected to universe and like it's strong um, third eye as well as well as like if they're like those are the three mm-hmm, the chakras heart. that are connected with um, the parent they're fully um, connected and aware mm-hmm. um, I could tell whether the human aspect it ca- is with the soul aspect in connection through the messages Oh, yeah. so like if my messages are that I'm receiving from the soul is more about um, like the understanding of unity, the understanding of we are connected as one. Mm-hmm. Like I've those are messages that were received from a little soul. Yes, very mm-hmm. much connected in human form as well as soul form. Oh, right. Thank you. And then if they're connected you know, through source, but I'm getting like the human aspect of like through the messages of like, my mom doesn't listen to me when I'm trying to talk to her during dinner. Right. That's very human, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, 
and and I just want to put it out there too. It, it like we're don't think like oh my child has to be connected to source and know this stuff and give this information. Like yeah. let them they will grow into the spirituality and, yeah. and grow into these concepts as they need to. Yeah. So like don't concern yourself as a parent or to be stuck on whether they're connected to source both human and soul or human and then just a soul connected source like that's nothing to um, be too of a concern but those are just ways that I know and I could understand the conversation between me and that child's soul Mm -hmm. now to the children who are on the spectrum Mm -hmm. okay so we've heard about hybrid children Yes. Yes. Okay. Wait, I don't know if our listeners have heard about hybrid children. Okay. So this is going to go extreme <laughs> cosmic <laughs> and galactic. Wait, so let's just um, disclaim, take what resonates and leave the rest. But yes, we're going to go yes. there. We're mm-hmm. going to go there. <laughs> um, humans are technically hybrids. We are hybrids because we have DNA from... Um, our star people and we have our it's pulled from all over so we are hybrid yeah period human species yeah and there are several hybrid programs that are out there and some hybrid programs are pulling dna from um different stars star people and Mm -hmm. human species and I've even seen, um, and this is, I don't know if anyone else is talking about this one, but like I've seen it with my own eyes. Yeah. <laughs> no, not my own eyes, but my mind's eyes. My third eyes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my third eyes. Um, a mixture of human star, like star seed or star people DNA yeah. and animal DNA. Damn. Oh, I've seen that mixture. I'm going to be um, a she horse. She horse. <laughs> That's my next one. And um, yeah, and that's like, that's their, like the, the soul part of it. Yeah. Um, so the all children on the spectrum, mm-hmm. in my understanding and in my beliefs and what I've seen right. with my third eye, <laughs> they are a form of hybrid yeah. where they have more of a the different dna code than human than human okay yeah but because i had to connect today to like get the clear picture and i I just want to like sorry i'm just gonna close my eyes and connect and see yeah okay so that's just me i was just asking again like is this am i gonna say it and like should i say it you're gonna Um, give me the go ahead green light so Children who are on the spectrum, they were a form of this hybrid that was sent down to us, Mm -hmm. sent down to Earth um, as a way, because Earth has its own soul contract too, that is moving towards its own path. Mm -hmm. Um, And and that's our way of transcending in in evolution. Right. Um, and And just to understand that there's so many paths that anything with a soul contract or a contract mm-hmm. can hop into 
right yeah okay yes. different timelines different dimensions right and just think of it like a hundred different pathways to to ascend and right. to move towards evolution so these children were created and sent down and it was like a sent down as like a like putting a wrench mm-hmm. to see how us humans um us hybrid humans right like yeah. we're hybrid too yeah will um receive these souls how we will adjust to these souls and how we are going um to move forward with all of what entails a child under the label of um, autism and on the spectrum in these characteristics how we were going to basically react Mm -hmm. and live and respond to them and in us receiving more of these children from this pro from these this program um we adjusted mm-hmm. we yes there are cases of you know judgment fear yeah. um and um disownment yeah. but for the most part we had um responded with our heart right as a human species and mm-hmm. trying to understand them and that raised our frequency Oh, okay. And, and so these children were like, they were meant to be like a monkey wrench to see whether we're going to rise to the occasion or if we're going to be, you know, we're not going, we're going to be at that low frequency, right? Right. So in a way, their frequency and how they operate and who they are raised our joy and loving and that frequency and that love right there raised it mm-hmm. and their understanding of them now the we still have old systems that mm-hmm. operate at that lower frequency yeah don't that we? have not fully accepted yeah. them mm-hmm. no but and they don't fit is, within the box do you know what yeah. i mean like and i they, have a piece mm-hmm. on the spectrum and it's been very very difficult to you know she doesn't, she doesn't fit into this pretty box yeah. so right mm-hmm. like so you're right in the sense of the systems mm-hmm. are not open enough mm-hmm. for this so yeah that's, that's so really like good. our so like they're here too to burst our bubble on these old systems right Boom. burst it make it crumble <laughs> and and it's crumbling it yes. is yeah and um the thing is we need to allow these old systems to crumble in whichever way form that it comes down and be okay with it and not operate out of fear or react in judgment and fall into that. If it needs to fall the way that looks concerning to us, mm-hmm. it needs to fall. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So question then with the, with these um, souls that are coming in um, at a higher frequency that are quote unquote, on the spectrum or have difficult in society or, or getting along with others to our programmed ways, Mm -hmm. is there a way that they would like us or they need us to support them? Or is it specific to each soul? So if I have a friend, for example, who has a child that um, has a difficult time in the school system, um, 
you, I guess you can't like blanket or stereotype every single soul. So they would need a specific soul reading so that she could understand her child at a soul level and exactly what they're there here to do. Right. Yes. Um, so you, we cannot put this whole, even the shift into the new um, way of parenting our children at the soul level. Um, souls are different. They're going to ask for different things from their parents as well. Mm -hmm. um, so they're going to need different things. Um, it's very individualized per family, per soul. Right. Um, and so you, we would really need to address what th their soul is asking for, what their soul needs, right. and then address it from there. Um, but mainly, right? And if we, if I want it, like just to get one thing out, is they're asking for parents to be aware. Mm -hmm. That they are a soul. They have their own journey. They have their own soul contract. Yep. They're asking for you. Emotions are big. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And it's emotions for um, the what we would say good emotions and the ones, or let's say the emotions that we want to feel and then the emotions we don't want to feel. Right. All those emotions need to be modeled, experienced, and worked through in a responsible way right yeah so emotions are huge and um being present with our children we're not thinking about the past we're not thinking about the future we're thinking being present right now what's happening now yeah. what do we have now that we could work towards so or work with yeah so three things you just pointed out was one to be aware that they're their own individual soul here to have their own experience Two, to allow the emotions to be felt, whether they're the, you know, the good ones or the mm -hmm. quote unquote bad ones in a responsible and healthy way. And then the third one what was the third one. I forgot to remain present. Oh, present. to remain present. <laughs> Allison, <laughs> I'm looking at Allison and she's like blank. This, this, ha this happens a she lot. She stops listening. <laughs> it's just a I lot know, of overwhelming just, information. Um, it, no, it's, I wasn't listening up. It's when she starts talking, I stop she listening. <laughs> oh. I mean, it's because I, I say it all the time. I'm always in my head. I'm literally like, woo! I'm like, I'm taking what Latoya is saying and I'm like, already Apply off somewhere applying it <laughs> well that's the thing though too is that we have to stop thinking in a logical way yeah mm -hmm. we For gotta sure. stop trying to sift it through that logical lens yeah because um and be okay with whichever way the information is coming to you trust it and go with it yeah. i think that's the biggest um that's another big factor in being able to do this shift is we can't be trying to find a logical explanation for what our children's soul is trying to show us. Yeah. Us. Yeah. So yeah. when you do your reading for a soul, for a soul, like are you, it's like a, you do a one ch child and parent and then two ch or two children and parent, like you have a package, right? Mm -hmm. for child and parent two children and then you can you also have a family package is that right so I do the parent in me that's one child and one mm -hmm. parent the parent plus two is one parent two children and then parent plus three 
is one parent and three children. And then the family unit reading is I read up to five members in a family. That's including um, the spouse that's not paying or purchasing. The, I um, need you to read my husband. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, listen. I'm going to get in trouble. <laughs> I need somebody else to tell him this. I'm trying to. He wouldn't even listen. He wouldn't even listen. <laughs> That's so funny. Okay. Well, I find is that like the the moms are the ones who are really um, yeah, purchasing these. Um, yes, readings. for sure. And we're open. But to there's them. a reason why. Yes. Because yeah. we like our our connection to our children, mm-hmm. um, and this might not be true for everyone, right? For yes. the most part, our connection is um, mother and child. We giving birth to our children. Yes. We are in in the by us giving birth to these souls, we're bringing in new earth. So we yeah. need to be the ones advocating and um, us moms mm-hmm. um, need to be the ones advocating and, and helping them journey. Not to say that the um, father can't or the father doesn't have, like yeah. obviously it's there too. Um, but th- that's why the majority of my clients are moms that are coming yeah. forward. But dads, let's do this. Let's do it, dads. Yes. Dads, come out. So strong for your kids. <laughs> let's do this. I Now, I do have a question. Um, when these hybrid children are coming, I get the sense that the mother's womb, the mother has to be at a certain vibrational level to be able to bring in, to like, receive it, to receive that if the, if this hybrid child comes in, and the mother's not at that vibration, um, maybe lose the child. I'm not sure. I just I get that so, sense that their vibration or has they can't to get conceive. Oh yeah, can't conceive. Yeah. So our hybrid children, they again, we have hybrid children here because we are hybrid. Right? Yeah. Right. So we have them here. They're not like, like completely new but there's evolved hybrid children souls that are coming yeah and evolved meaning they're at a higher frequency than us and they are um they're coming from all across uh the galaxy different star planets star all that they're coming from that end um so they will what i'm noticing that they are choosing um, moms mm-hmm. who are star seeds or already on their spiritual journey where they have reached a certain frequency. But yeah. not only the moms had to reach a certain frequency, Earth had to reach a certain oh, frequency yeah. to receive them. They're not coming until. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like sense. now is the time. Like now is the time. This is why they are um, they're connecting to different intuitives as, as well. Um, and, um, they're coming in for this, for this new earth evolution of our human species and advancement of society. Um, I'm getting pregnant. Let's <laughs> <laughs> do this. Come on, Mandy, you do it too. Oh, you too. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> so they'll wait bring in? for, um, like, so they'll so wait for the parent to, for the mom to reach that certain frequency. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. That's um, because I I've had a few clients that are having a hard time conceiving, and I, I've known of this concept for a little while. Like, 
you know, there's a lot, there's some healing that you need to do because Mm -hmm. the soul baby is waiting for you to receive or to reach um, a higher frequency, but it's hard to be direct and be like, you need to start your awakening Mm -hmm. and things at a soul level. Like, how do you say that without like, cause they're so close, not closed off. I mean, I guess if they're coming for a reading or for healing, there's some sort of awareness, but I guess I need to be more direct and be like, well, yeah. first of all, take intuition 101. That's a good spot to start. Yes. But no, honestly, though, like, and then do some more healing and some and learning and stuff. And that automatically raises your frequency. And then and then you're at a place where you can receive receive this, yeah. this child or whatever. So that's really interesting. Mm-hmm. So would you say most souls that are being born now? are um of a higher frequency and are absolutely usher in a new way of living correct yes yeah um and that's not to say that like like children's souls that are here on earth already aren't Mm -hmm. um but they are they're coming in um with a higher frequency um that definitely needs to be matched they will actually they will wait yeah, and they will keep waiting until you have. And then if if you yeah. don't, if you don't make the decision to um to do the work, mm-hmm. um, they could like they can be born to another. Ah, um, that's a one of the questions we had actually mm-hmm. was can like do souls. So this goes back to contracts, like obviously when we come into this incarnation, we have contracts and lessons. And we plan to have children, we would already know what souls we've agreed to have children, like are going to come in and be our children. And right? we would pick our parents. We would pick our parents and mm-hmm. our children, would, like we would work with, like my son and my daughter, for example, we would have planned this all out before. Yeah. Then they were going to come mm-hmm. in. So if a soul baby, they just would have chosen a couple options. Is that what you're saying? So what I'm saying is if, if like because that soul is still an energy up mm-hmm. in the astral realms right mm-hmm. and if it's wanting and and i and i say like if it's wanting to come to earth and it's needing to complete a like a purpose for a specific timeline yeah um what will happen is again this is depending on and i learned this again recently too um, it depends on like their urgency and need to be in the right here and right now. Ah. So they will go mm-hmm. with a different um, soul parent. Could um, you imagine planning out your life, <laughs> jumping into this, and then one of them's like, <laughs> suckers, <laughs> I'm out. suckers, I'm out. <laughs> you get to do it on your own. <laughs> It's like jumping out of the plane with like somebody's like, I'll send you the parachute. And then they're like, just kidding. Just right. that, thinking like we're all standing there, like, okay, yeah, we're gonna do this, we're gonna do this, we're gonna do this. You take the plunge, we're like, we'll go first, we'll see you soon. And then all of a sudden it was like, peace. Well, I I will talk about my son. My son is my youngest son is from the angelic realms. Mm-hmm. And I did like a, a healing with one of like my mentees. We were practicing um healings. Mm-hmm. and um his most confident decision that he's ever like made for his soul like before reincarnating was making the decision to come to earth oh so like they they're like 
it's it's um it really is like a decision like made by like the soul and like it's like he, and I just I saw the soul just like hop right in and I'm just like <laughs> oh, oh shit that, go like, Nikki <laughs> <laughs> but yeah um it's it's so beautiful and, and there's so much more that we don't know yeah. um even about soul contracts and um souls and like again we'll like the more evolved we become the more information we yeah. will um receive receive yeah. yes yeah so are there any practices that you would suggest um that we like either avoid or start doing with children so I'm just thinking of say my own children who are very much like I didn't start on my spiritual journey until like just a couple years ago so my children are like 10 and 14 and so they're very you know connected to the three dimension and it's hard now for me to pluck them out of that matrix Mm -hmm. you know for two reasons one because they're just so programmed and used to it and two they would not resonate with any of their friends Mm -hmm. they would just make them feel on un- more uncomfortable and all those things. So mm-hmm. is there anything that like for parents uh, to help incorporate this sort of stuff into their life at an older age? So I'm on the same boat. Cause I definitely did not come into it until like a year ago. Right. Um, <laughs> so I'm definitely on the same boat. Um, what I would say to that is, when we are um, just thinking, and I'm just going to say the word assuming, that they won't be able to um, grasp the concepts because they're, they've been already deeply programmed. That's just a story. That's just us telling us, saying that, right? Because we're yeah. not really thinking about whether, the, like, we're not thinking about the soul receiving it, right? And then the yes. soul, when the soul is receiving that teaching or that learning, it's going to be shown um, accordingly on the outside of, you know, human children or the human form of the child, right? Um, And it will match up. Yeah. But, um, and to to just think that they are like, like the soul will know how to navigate the 3D friendships and 3D programming, just like we do. We know how to navigate. True. (laughs) You know? Um, so the souls understand that. Um, but I will say the children, our newer souls that are coming in and more evolved souls that are coming in, they are so connected in knowing who they are at the soul level that mm-hmm. there's no, um, like what's on the inside will match on the outside period. Right. And that's my niece, right? Yeah. There's no, it's, you know, yes, she's on the spectrum that, you know, society would call, but it's like, she is a hundred percent love. Like, even if you have, um, I remember this boy was, uh, bullying her and she still had so much love and compassion for him. So even though she didn't like the bullying, she still had this love and compassion. It didn't matter how much he hurt her. And it's like, I look at her like, Oh damn girl. Like you are like one of those. Mm-hmm. And, and like, but then she struggles too, right? Like mm-hmm. she struggles with being in the human body um, and I remember doing a reading, I read her and, and realized this was her first time on earth. Um, okay. and so like the, the, all of that was being very, like the earthly stuff really the, kind yes, of the density yeah. and she's, um, 
she has very to have sensitive body. Yeah, she's very sensitive. She's very, and the thing is, like, she's very sensitive to, um, like, uh, touch, like clothes. Oh gosh, so sensitive. Speech impairment, um, social cues, all these type of things. But it's like, but she's just like loves like the grounding like I remember doing the reading and I was like oh god she needs to be part of like she'll just be a dirty old (laughs) girl that she comes in and looks like she's been living in the rainforest for how long (laughs) um because she's so but I'm like oh it's because her soul is like kind of hovers above her body and it's it's like just trying to anchor down into earth because this is not natural for her but it's like Mm -hmm. so see so it's like part of me like feels bad on my human side of me feels bad Cause I'm like, Oh, I see what she struggles with, yeah. you know, and like what my sister struggles with. Um, but then on this other side, I'm like, God, her soul is beautiful. Like mm-hmm. it's, you can see the radiating love yeah. coming from her, but it's like, you know, again, you on the human side, you're like, <laughs> like, I feel bad that she has to deal with these struggles. Mm-hmm. But I can't even feel like she doesn't even notice it. Like, cause she's just happy in her head, you know? Yeah. And in, in those, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Um, and she's just adjusting to to earth, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Her soul, the dent, um, mm-hmm. yeah. Wow, yeah. I don't know when to be like that. <laughs> <laughs> I know, yeah, you do need to be there. Oh, yeah, you do. <laughs> I want to see. I want I want Latoya to meet her. Yeah. Like I want Latoya now to read every child I in my know. life. I don't know about I don't know about all of our listeners, but I know like I'm super interested in your reading. I mean I was before. Yes. Mm-hmm. But now learning a little bit more, like it's super um like why wouldn't you want to parent your child at a soul level? Well, because um <laughs> and like I'm coming to the understanding though too is that we all of the information that we've we've been learning or it's not new it's been around right it's just more um evolved Mm -hmm. because now our understanding Mm -hmm. we're evolved and we're understanding it deeper now um so like as our parents who may have had um, a harder time understanding these concepts they weren't it because they weren't evolved enough and they weren't ready. I'm not saying all parents because there are some yeah. parent souls who have and like understood it and really tried, but again, just weren't ready for it. And 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 we're moving and shifting into this now because it's it's time for it. It's the, that divine timing end yeah. of it. Um, so. I forget what I was going with this. But it's all <laughs> about like this? evolution and like really, um, and that's why we're we're moving into it. Um, it's not that we didn't want to do it, and we just didn't have the knowledge. But it's all in us, mm-hmm. so we've always carried it. We always had this knowledge, yeah. But we just never tapped into it because of all the programming and and right. all of that stuff that we had to live. Yeah. Through. Yeah. All right. Well, I think we could talk about this for five yeah. more. I yeah. think we'll probably have a part two because there's so much to unpack here and so much uh, interesting, like mind blowing information, but we do have to wrap it up. So we will definitely be tagging Latoya's, um, all of her things in the show notes and sharing um, on our Instagram page, of course where you can find her and check out all of her offerings and let's get these kids like 
going leveled this, up. Let's level them up. Let's level ourselves up. Yeah. Yes. Level yes. ourselves up while we are helping our children. Yes. Yeah. Thank well, you. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining us, Latoya. It was so thank much- you. <laughs> okay.